Welcome to Destination Marriage, a podcast about successfully navigating the winding roads of marriage. Whether you're newlyweds, engaged, looking to get married, or have been married for years, we want to share with you how we have navigated those winding roads over the past 19 years in our marriage. Join us on this journey as we talk about real life experiences in a marriage and what we have learned along the way. We discuss love, travel, fitness, raising kids, friendships, and much more, all from the perspective of our lives together. Happiness, love, grace, passion are some of the things we all strive for in a marriage, and we invite you to take this journey with us. Welcome Welcome to to Destination Destination Marriage. Welcome to episode 36 of Destination Marriage. I'm Jackie. And I'm Tommy. And we are thrilled you have joined us on this journey today. Yes, indeed. We are back in the seats together. We've done a couple solo episodes, a lot of busy things in life going on. So it's exciting to be back in the the saddle again with my love. It is. I've missed you, babe. Indeed. (laughs) All right. So what are we talking about today, sweetheart? Yeah. So um, we are talking about a popular show called Married at First Sight. Yes. Um, I fell in love with the show years ago, and um, I may have uh, brought Tommy along into the show. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe initially unwillingly, but now he's now he's hooked. I'm not hooked. Well, you're getting there. <laughs> I will say that I've I've been very dogmatic about I don't want to watch this crap, and then I'm like, what's happening? I'll leave like for 20 minutes, <laughs> and then I'll walk back in the room. Hey, what I miss? So I admit this one actually is kind of intriguing. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, I mean, there's what, there's the U S version and then the one in Australia, I absolutely will never watch again. I'm sorry. Like yeah. if that's on TV, I'm walking out of the room. That well, one's that's just completely fake. different. It's, it's, it's actually, it's not even a real marriage. That's what I mean. It's completely yeah. fake. It's just another reason for the people. They're all clearly there just to get on TV. Right. It's stupid. I Don't watch that one. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you want something to just mindless entertainment, if but you think it's a real marriage show, not, then well, it's not, it's really, it really isn't actually. I read yeah. up and it's, it's not, they're not legally married at all. It's just, yeah. Right. Yeah. So but, those of you, if you're yeah. not familiar with married at first sight, um, it's a reality show where singles sign up for the opportunity to put the fate of meeting their future spouse in the hands of three experts. Hmm. So they are, at this point, once the experts choose who those singles are going to be, the lucky singles, they have committed at this point to blindly, essentially, um, mm-hmm. marry someone and, um, you know, be a part legally of this. Legally married. Legally yeah, married. Yep. Yes. The wedding, everything. It's legal. Um, so this season, it was filmed in Atlanta and six couples have been matched, married, and are now li- living together in a temporary home provided by married at first sight which is kind of the way they've changed that right because it used to be one they would move into one of their houses or apartments or whatever they would and you know what i think that they found that that was maybe a little too challenging because then it would it would immediately get married and you've been moving into yeah right that's tough and not only that i think some people were living in a space that was much too small Hmm. to bring someone else's pets or because a lot of, I've, I've noticed a lot of the, uh, the matches, they each have like two or three dogs, <laughs> then what do you do? Um, so yeah, so now they actually offer them an apartment and what they've learned as well is to keep all of the couples actually, um, I believe they're on the same property, maybe not next to each mm-hmm. other, but it, so it probably makes some... it easier for filming. I would imagine. Yeah. Cause they were all over the place before they and, were. Yeah. So it probably saved money, but also they're able to produce the show more effectively right and, and the I'm couples sure. get together and they can kind of talk to each other and and add yeah they provide support for, and i actually like that that's something that they changed um so yeah. they've added that where now the couples like all of the women will maybe meet for mm-hmm. like a coffee or a cocktail and just converse because they were at this point they're not able to share any of that information what their experiences they're 
contractually, you know, yeah, bound to keeping been filmed to some period in the past. Right. And it's, I think it's, uh, I'd be interesting to see statistically if that helps the, the success rate. Mm-hmm. So on that note, I will give you some quick overview. If you guys are saying, Oh, it's all fake. Um, so here's, I, I just looked up the, uh, the mm-hmm. actual numbers and it's from the most reliable source on the internet, Wikipedia, mm-hmm. but Always it, said, accurate. <laughs> it says through 11 full seasons, They've had 39 couples who are originally married. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, so tell them what they get to do. So after, what, six weeks or eight weeks, they have the, what they call decision day? They have decision day. They get to choose, and they're each asked individually whether or not they would like to stay married. Mm-hmm. Or would they like to break up? And, and then they'll just they'll they'll just annul, annul the marriage or, or at that not, point. Yeah, well, I guess it's not an annulment. would yeah. be at that point, yeah. Um, I, that, that episode... Whenever they do that episode, that one really annoys me. They well, draw they it out so long. It's like just, you know, <laughs> there's it's like, like a million on. commercials. Yeah. Um, so of those uh, 39 couples yeah. on decisions day, 24, which was 60% decided mm-hmm. to keep going and stay married. Stay married. Okay. And then at some point in the future, half of those um, 24 couples divorced. So there's 12 divorced, 12 st- couples still together. Okay. Um, as of today, which is 30%. So their success rate is not real good. Lower than just average marriage, you know, in the household. A marriage, well, yeah, but I mean. Marriage, that, I, mean, I guess, what, divorce rates in the United States. But this is also very unique, right? I mean, this is a unique experiment. They're not meeting each other until the wedding day. No, I understand. But, but they're, they're, quote, experts. They're saying this is why that could be a whole, what, sociological, like, episode of, like, yeah. why these experts are not experts or they are experts or why are they wrong? Like, why do people fall in love? I mean, there's so yeah. many ways this we could go down, but it does provide. I definitely want to touch on that. I'm going to circle back with that because uh, I actually have, well, we'll get there, but I, okay. oh, I didn't know. Oh, you've got some, some sociological experimental data. Yeah. We're the experts now <laughs> <laughs> versus the, the 12 couples or the 39 couples on this show. Yeah. We're, we're experts, mm-hmm. but, um, but the show does kind of provide a glimpse into real life situations, mm-hmm. albeit unique, but they're real. I mean, these are the, they're dealing with real emotions and real family dynamics and mm-hmm. things that real couples have to deal with. Yeah. So obviously the difference is they're just meeting each other, but the scenarios right, and challenges right, they're right, experiencing. Right. Yeah. Anyone really can experience this at any point in the relationship or the marriage. And a lot of times it's just, it's compressed or accelerated really yeah. aggressively because the fact that they're facing all this stuff all at once. Right. And when you're dating somebody that's completely different than when you're actually married. It, it is. I mean, legally it is mm-hmm. emotionally it is right. Or is it, is it emotionally different versus I believe when you so. get married and then you've just met the person is it emotionally different? I don't know. I've never just married somebody the first time. I right. Met but them. based on what you've seen, what do you think? When well, I watching think, the shows. Okay. So I would probably say maybe emotionally. I don't think the emotions maybe because they obviously they're not saying I love you to one another. Some of them are not consummating the marriage immediately. You know, these are wherever. all wherever. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, probably emotionally it's not at that level yet. And some of them I think if you watch different episodes, they'll even say, oh my gosh, what did I just do? Or this doesn't feel real. Did I really just do this? So maybe the reality of it doesn't actually hit till later. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it's hard and it's also TV and we all know that it's reality TV. So it's like, mm-hmm. we don't know what the editors did to it to kind of over dramatize things or that's true, you know, draw things out. Who knows? But yeah. <laughs> so what, 
do you want to discuss today about Married at First Sight, baby? Well, uh, now that they're a few weeks in um, and they've actually moved into their homes, now they're actually really kind of facing a lot of real life issues. And so I thought it would be really fun to just kind of go over kind of a snapshot of where they are now, what their current challenge is. Um, Yeah, they all have kind of unique they're all unique. Very unique challenges. They're yeah. all unique, but they're all also very real. And even though obviously for them, they may be handling it different than maybe a marriage that has the foundation of dating for a couple of years. These are also issues that can make or break any relationship or marriage, or at least cause some serious speed bumps mm-hmm. along the way. So I thought it would be good to just kind of go through and give our own commentary. You know, we're not the experts, but still give our own commentary. Um, you know, They've put it out there, so. (laughs) They're making money off of it. They get to deal with us. (laughs) So the first couple, I actually like them a lot, um, is Victoria and Eric. Mm -hmm. Uh, Victoria is 26 and still really accustomed to going out and partying with her friends like on a regular basis. She also has a really close group of guy friends. I would say probably most of the friends she's actually shared on the actual show or Mm -hmm. mostly male, um, which is fine. I mean, if you're single and you have guy friends, you know, more power to you, but you know, she's married now and she's still very close to those guy friends and her ex-boyfriends as well in on social media. So she likes and comments on their posts pretty frequently. And her now husband, Eric, um, who's 34, He's also a pilot and very regimented, not a partier. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, they're having a little bit of a challenge there with the lifestyle. But he recently said in the last episode to her, I'm really concerned or I'm uncomfortable Mm -hmm. with you commenting and liking the posts of your ex-boyfriends. Why do you follow them if you're no longer a part of their life? Mm -hmm. Her response. Which what she said, yeah. Her response was, well... I missed this part of the episode, so... Yeah, so she responded and she said, well, I'm friends with them. There's really nothing... There's nothing to it. You know, I still... I'm friendly with them. We still ended on a good note. Um, I... Why wouldn't I like or comment if I'm going to follow them? That would be weird to follow them and not like or comment. This is a real situation, but I... It, this is almost like... Hmm. You... Uh, in a, it, the short answer is he's right. Period. In a marriage. Oh, I 100% know that you would have an issue if I ever did that. And you would too, if I was, yeah, yeah. of course. And we we each should. Delete. (laughs) We each should. um, We each should. Mm -hmm. That's that's appropriate in a marriage. And um, however, this is typically an issue that maybe comes up during dating. (laughs) So, you know, it's, it's hard to. Or maybe not. She's maybe not there emotionally yet or. I don't know if emotionally is the right word, but kind of, uh, maturely, I don't know. I mean, there is a significant age gap. She's 20. Right. But what I mean is like, that's kind of one of those things is like, okay, you get engaged and you know, you've been dating and then you get engaged and you kind of discuss these types of things. And they Mm -hmm. also were discussing like passwords and social media accounts and like, right. So that's a discussion that should happen. Um, the fact that she's, Mm -hmm. it, it, it leaves a door open period. It just does. It yeah. just does. So there shouldn't be no contact with exes when you're married. I agree. That's, a, that's something you cut out of your life. You're not part of that life anymore. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be an ugly thing. It's no. just that chapter is closed. Mm-hmm. You move What's on. the need? Yeah. Where's, where's the need and still keeping that open communication? Yeah. I'm with you. Right. I, I just think that, um, uh, 
the you know it's accelerated right now because they're boom they're married now they're having this conversation after they're married and they've been doing well yeah i think honestly that's not as big of an issue in their marriage as her partying and his very regimented for a good reason mm-hmm. you know as a as an airline pilot he has a very strict schedule and he's a very I would hope he doesn't um, want to wake up with a hangover and go fly a or plane. Or be drunk, yeah. Right? I mean... Problem. <laughs> I appreciate the fact that he doesn't want to do that. I think so. The kind of what the general topic and the issue that they are just talking about on this week's episode yeah, right. was that. And I... and I, It's it's, it's just something you should do. And if, and if you're unwilling to do that, mm-hmm. your partner comes to you and they say, this, is, this bothers me. Here's why. I think it's inappropriate, blah, blah, blah. And they just blow it off. That's a flag. Or if you're the person that's saying there's no big deal, it's part of it, they're my friend. Mm-hmm. Maybe really take a hard look at why you're why you're saying that. Are you are you not letting go of something in the past, or mm-hmm. holding on to it for some other reason? Are you holding on to that because you want to use that as a weapon? I don't know. Like, yeah. There's some questions and discussions that need to be had there. Yeah, I agree. And she did say when you know after he expressed his concern, she said, "I'm going to have an issue with that." Now, they decided not to continue the conversation at that point because he travels a lot throughout the week. And she said, I really want to enjoy the time that we have together because it is a short window every week. He's Yeah, that's going to be a bigger problem if they don't, that doesn't come to a kind of a resolution mm-hmm. or some sort of balance. But that's one of those things you kind of discuss during dating. Or do you? Maybe it's something like or while you're dating, you don't. engagement, like. I mean, yeah. yeah. There are some couples that maybe don't even share like passwords and stuff like that. So they maybe don't even know what their spouse, who their spouse is liking, following, commenting mm-hmm. on. Um, I know we both agree on sharing all passwords. Right. That's always been something we've agreed on. But there are couples that don't do that. And I, all, I, I believe that can also create an opportunity um, there's a, for there's, a misstep, there's a you trust, know, or... yeah, there's a trust issue that needs to be explored. I right. would think, however, you guys may disagree with that and we're not here to make, you know, pass that this judgment. It's just this our commentary, our... <laughs> but I mean, may not be the rest well, of I mean, the, world. the whole password thing, you know, we have this, we talked about this with like bank accounts too. It's like, well, I want to have my own bank account. Okay. But like we mm-hmm. share, we have our own bank account. We have, we, I mean, sorry, we don't have our own bank checking accounts. We have a joint checking account Mm -hmm. you know you have business accounts and stuff but yeah we have access to everybody's every teach of our Mm -hmm. everything social media internet accounts any emails everything why if you don't there why Mm -hmm. right i just don't think you should leave any room there yeah for um dishonesty Mm -hmm. or lack of trust or just temptation whatever it may be in this case, I think it's an opportunity for them to grow, um, but I I'm on I'm, I'm on the same page with you. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. So who is up next, sweetheart? Clara and Ryan. I actually really like this couple. Um, just from day one, you can tell that they have like a good connection. Mm-hmm. Um, Clara's 27. Ryan is 29. He actually hasn't been in a relationship for I think five years, um, and she's dated on and off. They both are really looking to find the right person. Um, yeah, they seem like a good... Yeah. They're, they're getting along very well. They get along really well. Like, they actually have fun together. They have a natural chemistry. But... But um, Ryan... Won't have sex with her. Won't have sex. He will not <laughs> consummate the marriage. And, and she, she wants to. really wants to. Isn't that odd? I, I think it's... That's, I mean, that's an I, interesting... I mean, there was a, well, there was a couple that 
from what I don't even know how many seasons ago. What's that? She she was a virgin. He wasn't. Found out obviously the day they got married. Yeah. And they were great together. Everybody was like really disappointed when they got divorced because he he's like and I, I honestly I don't blame him. It's like they got mar- they were married for what six weeks to eight weeks something like that. Yeah. And she just refused to have sex. And it's like. You knew what you were, you're married. You're not dating. No one mm-hmm. would say, I would, I wouldn't agree with him after eight weeks of dating. Yeah. But you knew you were married. You right, knew you were getting into point. it. And it was disappointing that they, that they got divorced. Yeah, everybody I liked them a lot. Them they a were lot. really good. We were like, everybody was kind of rooting for them. Yeah. But anyhow, so right, this one's back different. back to Claire and Ryan. Okay. But it's so, so different for the is, guy that doesn't, this, this doesn't want to It's very unique. What's but, his, what's his but rationale? But here's the thing. I do, I, I appreciate his reasoning. It is very mature. Mm-hmm. Um, so his concern is I'm really attracted to you. They are still being very physical. They're just not having sex. But his concern is, look, I really want to build the emotional piece of a relationship. I want to be really stable and strong in that area because I have a concern that we may use our physical part of our relationship as a crutch when things get, get rough. You know, Mm -hmm. if we have a rough patch, we'll just turn to the physical rather than having that emotional stability in our relationship already in existence. That's his thought process. And she, hers is more, I, I want to have sex in order to, that's how I can connect with you emotionally. Right. Like I want to emotionally connect with you even more I feel like I need that in order to do that. I don't know if I can give that to you unless we connect on this level as husband and wife. So, so where do they meet in a vacuum, in a vacuum, her, that's kind of, that sounds like scary from, if I'm just looking at it, just if I just heard that randomly, Oh, this one, you know, I need to have sex with you in order to feel the emotional attachment. It's like, Mm. Ooh, just in a vacuum. Right. That does sound right. I see your point. Okay, well, let's, if we wanted to diagnose that, mm-hmm. but again, they're married. And but as so, husband and wife, when, you know, having sex with your spouse is also part of like, there's a whole other level of emotional connection. So I see what she may be saying at the same time in yeah. a positive light. Like I want to connect with my husband in that way, you know, as husband and wife. I, I guess the first thing that I thought of when, when from his, from where he said, I'm worried about it doing this and that mm-hmm. is dude, you're missing out because there's a lot of times where actually sex, that act of physical intimacy can help in a marriage, in mm-hmm. a, you know, an environment where there is, you know, you're, there's just, there's a fight, there's something going on. Not like, not like something major. Right. But like sometimes just having sex just Brings washes, you back it, washes it all away and just makes everything feel better. And and then, well, that's easy. <laughs> I said sometimes I'm, I'm talking, you know teasing. what I mean? It just, but you know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. it does. It just, it, it can just, bring you back together. Right. And it, it'd be selfish or foolish to, to think, well, I'm not going to have sex. I'm mad. Well, mm-hmm. sometimes it, once you, once you're, once it's over, you're like, oh, what were we mad about? Yeah. Oh, nothing. Don't even remember. But then, so in this, so that's healthy, not, not sweeping things under the rug. Yeah. Just clearing your head or just kind of realizing how, how sometimes it takes something else to make you realize that what you were mad about that was stupid and didn't matter anyways. But here's the, here's also something she did ask this question. So, and I, I don't think I had, I don't know if you had stepped out of the room, but she asked him, well, how do I know at what point is it like, you're going to tell me we have, we need 10 more days of building emotional stability <laughs> and then you'll have sex with me. And what me. did you say? What do you say? Like, I just know when I know. 
Yeah. Or we, and she's mm-hmm. like, I don't know what we're working towards. We, you know, I, I need to have that before decision day. Like I want to connect with you in that way. It kind of puts an added pressure if that never happens, you know, very similar to that other couple. But they're so doing everything the right? else. So it's like, right. So who's in the right? I don't know. Again, you're throwing it. You're throwing this. They met and they got married at the same time. Like certainly after eight weeks of dating, I would never think this guy's kind of being odd. Mm-hmm. Right. No, but they're married. They're married. Just like the other couple, you said the very same thing. You would say, in that sense, they should consummate the marriage. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, I wonder if there's more going to come out on him. Like there's mm-hmm. some other, there's some history that's maybe a preventing wound. a wound, right? Yeah. Which would be fair. Um, but uh, let's be honest. I mm-hmm. mean, maybe if both, if both cup, both parts, both <laughs> husband and wife, <laughs> In a marriage, don't want sex, aren't interested in sex. They love each other. They enjoy each other's company and they're both fine with that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. But if one partner is going to not give the other partner sex in a marriage, mm-hmm. that's going to be a major, major, major problem. Right. It just is. Yeah. Because you can see, um, she was in tears about it. it Already almost, three weeks in. Because she said, I'm all about my husband. I'm attracted to him. Like I want to connect. She's I like, love I'm rock and roll. All yeah, the other like, men are like, um, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> she even told him, she's like, I'm so into you. Like we were great together. Like we're having such a good time and like everything's really positive. So do you think he's, you can see a fear in him that like he is, is scared it, of something. I haven't really, I haven't really, I've been in and out when of the room, when you were just watching that episode mm-hmm. is, do you think that there is fear or is he super manipulative? No, I don't think he's manipulative okay. at all. I actually, I think he's a really genuine guy. I think he Good. is really fearful of moving too quickly. And oh, like getting married without meeting your partner. <laughs> See, that's why I think this is BS. Like, how yeah. can you, you're playing both sides, buddy? Yeah, I guess I feel you like put you're playing way. both sides. Yeah. Oh, I just want to, you know, I really just want to make sure it's right. So I'm just going to marry somebody blindly. Mm-hmm. She did then also say maybe he's a virgin. And he didn't disclose scared. that. Yeah. Um, it's a fearful thing, right? And that sense. Oh, I know. I'm scared. So I'll just go on national television and not have sex with my wife for three weeks. It just, some of this stuff doesn't add yeah. up. What's the motivation on the front end and now the motivation now that they're married? Mm-hmm. Now that they're married and usually it would be flipped the other way around. Uh, She's right. a sexually frustrated one. Um, but I do think she wants to connect with him on an emotional level. It's not just a physical thing. That may, that's obviously a piece of it, but she, yeah. So there's, there's, there's both some issues there mm-hmm. and you know, has she leaned on that in the past, which there is that kind of, you know, there's like, I mean, it's a known thing, right? I mean, mm-hmm. guys do it too, but like when a lot of times women get this belief that, that that's the, the way to a man's heart. So mm-hmm. maybe she's conditioned to that way. I hope not, but I just thought it was like baking or like making food for you that was the way to your heart chocolate chip no i'm talking about like oh like when there's a wound in a woman's side too and she's thinks that like physical affection from a man is the only way to you know win him over or to feel some sort of safety you know there's there's all sorts of psychological ways she did mention she did mention that she feels like in every relationship she's had previously Mm -hmm. that was her way of taking that connection so now she's trying to do it again and I, I hope they work out. This one's kind of complicated. I really do. I actually think they're a really great couple together. Yeah. There's been some seasons where we watched me like, why are they still even in this? Yeah. Yeah. 
but I hope they do work this out. But there's some things to look at. So, so I don't know how you meet in the middle there, though. Like, who is right and who's wrong? Is look, anybody really wrong? You need really to have wrong? sex with your, your spouse mm-hmm. regularly. If both parties want to, can, you know, and if, if, they're, if all of a sudden one party is not, one of the partners not, there's a reason. Mm-hmm. They're either using it as a weapon or they've got some hurt or there's something, or, you know, outside of physical issues or anything right. like that. I'm just saying, like. Maybe there's something he needs to work through. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's some stuff there, so explore that. Okay. In your own marriages, right? And yeah. Kind of the ask the why. <laughs> what about Brian and Vincent? We're well, not a lot to talk about them. Brianna. We like them. Oh, oh, Brianna. Not- I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm. I saw the. Yeah. It's Brianna. Actually, you know, they're Brian like the rock stars of the show. They don't really have any issues right now. They had like some minor things in the beginning that, um, you know, she's just kind of an overpowering. You know, she even said, like, I'm a little bit of a control freak, mm-hmm. but they've already ironed those things out. Even during the honeymoon, um, they just they're great communicators. Yeah, they just, like, hit it off right from the start. They really did. And, and when all... there has been anything, I will say, any time that one or the other feels like their feelings maybe were hurt or they feel a little annoyed or irritated, they've expressed it. That's important. Yeah. Walked away and came back to one another, which is really mature that early on in the relationship. So... Right now, I mean, they're probably the model couple, you mm-hmm. know, um, they're doing really well. Yeah. Cheers to them. Hope Cheers that to they, them. I they hope continue they... to communicate, especially with the, such a young marriage. I mean, mm-hmm. they're learning each other while being, well, while they thrust themselves into this situation, but I mean, but they, still, they're not actors. I mean, they're yeah, being filmed. Yeah. That has to be awkward. Real life. Yeah. That really does have to be awkward. Um, so the next couple is. I think they're going down in flames. I'm sorry. I know. I actually don't feel good about them. I don't really. This couple I actually feel like was poorly matched. I agree. Yeah. So Haley is 28 um, and Jacob is 38. So significant age gap, which I really don't think works against a couple, but maybe in this sense a little bit. Um, Haley is a really successful medical device sales rep. Very personable. Loves to travel. Jacob is an introvert. Um, he's all successful. Software engineer. Yeah. Very professional. Um, very great shape. Both what really does he eat like eggs and he steak. Eats That's steak all and he eggs eats. every single day. Which is a lot. So That's... he's very specific about certain things. He's really obsessed with like the eighties. He likes to wear a fanny pack. Like before just, she was born. <laughs> yeah, like there's just things that are very fanny pack. Does he yeah. really wear a fanny pack? He wears a fanny pack. Um, Come on, dude. So, but there's little things that you know. I could see how the right person would think, oh, that's funny. It's cute. I like that about him. Someone who grew up in the 80s. The other girl would think like, that's just not for me, which is Haley's situation. So um, when they went on the honeymoon, they immediately consummated. They both actually, you know, said on camera, they consummated. You're so, you're so so, uh, just well put together and just well versed. Well, they consummated. They had sex on their honeymoon. They had sex. Okay. They became one. All right. Is that better? No, just they had (laughs) sex on their honeymoon. (laughs) Okay. They had sex um, on their honeymoon and probably within 24 to 48 hours. That's how she speaks to me too, by the way. She, was she, that's how she says, she says, uh, would you like to consummate our, uh, <laughs> the, the evening? I was like, yes, I would. I think that only applies to like when you actually get married. It's and then the you first time The first time sex, right? is consummating the marriage. Yes. I know. Um, you just like, you just, you just like saying it. Yes. I just like saying it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anyways, so they consummated the marriage and then like within a day or so, she was like ice. She just shut down, didn't want to spend time with him. And he finally was like, look, did I do something wrong? Mm -hmm. What's happened? We were, I thought we were just really connecting and having a good time. We had sex 
and she told him, I'm not attracted to you. Yep. Yeah. I, Which has I just, to be a huge blow to the self-esteem, like, as a man. If, was but the he sex that bad? I mean. <laughs> yeah, to go from, like, oh, let's have sex to I don't even want to sleep in the same room as you. That's what I mean. Like, it's immediately following that that yeah. you're like, yeah, not feeling it. That really has to be. To her credit, she told him. Yeah. She I mean, didn't, like, you know, she didn't, she op- she was open about it. And now he was, his response, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out, but his initial response is pretty mature, right? And he's like, Hey, let's work on it. Yeah. And so you were asking me, can, can that grow? And I think, yeah, absolutely. Attraction can grow to someone like as you, it's kind of like the, there's all these, I think was it with the atomic habits, right? When they talk about like, as you pick up a, it's different, but I'm just going to give a reference. So as you start getting really good at a, at a, a habit that's now become part of your life, mm-hmm. you actually take pleasure in the act of doing the, the, the habit. Like at first, if you're dedicated to working out, once you get into that groove, you actually take pleasure in the process of working out, not just right. how you feel or how you look afterwards. Mm-hmm. So similarly, like as you maybe spend more time, spend together. more time and, and learn more about their, this person's heart and who they are and maybe what they do for you mm-hmm. there. Yeah. I think, that attraction can grow. Absolutely. So she, I will say to her credit, she had tried when they moved into their apartment, um, they're living together in separate bedrooms. They're not really spending a ton of time together. I mean, literally when she's sitting on the couch, she's on the opposite end. And he even asked her, can we hold hands? And she said, no. So she will spend time with him. She's waiting it out, but she doesn't want to even, I mean, holding hands, it's kind of like, He's like, look, let's just even hold hands just to try to have some type of connection. Yeah, he um, didn't do anything to her that we know of. So for her to no, be that nothing, ice cold. Nothing really, you know, I think they've had a disagreement here or there, but nothing aggressively ugly has happened or anything like that. He hasn't misled her. He's, you know. Yeah, but this goes. He's even changed some of the things that he's wearing. She bought him clothes and he even started wearing what she bought him. And Yeah, but that's more like manipulative than that's not going to all of a sudden make her him attractive to her. Maybe but you asked me this would. yesterday, right? We were yeah. talking about this one. I was like, can yeah, it but build over time attraction. It, it can, but attraction is also one of the things. Physical attraction is one of the, that's the first thing you know about somebody mm-hmm. most of the time, right? Like you see somebody, you, you meet somebody, then you start speaking with them. Right. I mean, when I first saw you, it was like red curly hair, immediate that's right. attraction, but you know what I mean? Like, that's it's so it's hard to like assess this. Mm-hmm. It's not that we're psychologists, but it's like okay, they just met, and then she had sex with them. Like nah, but that's the thing. It's I, harsh, I, but I mean, it kind of goes against our where they're married. Go ahead and consummate the marriage, but then if she saw him at the wedding, because she did say when I saw him and I walked down the aisle, I actually was really not attracted to him. Right. So she wouldn't have given him a second thought if they were out at a a group of friends or they were at a bar or something. Never probably. So, you know, it's, this is tough. This is tough. I don't think, I just don't emotionally jumped in too quickly into the physical knowing that he was really attracted to her Yeah, and she wasn't attracted to him. Yeah. I mean, probably because then, that that cuts a little deeper for him, don't you think? As a man, yeah, of course. It, girls like, like wow. afterwards, hey, I'm not no, attracted to you. Oh, by the way, I'm going to tell, tell the entire world that's watching. Yeah, that's I think a, uh, I I don't see any any path forward in this one. Sorry, I really I just don't. don't. I, they're and not just they're fight. Obviously, she's gone ice cold for this 
for the whole non-attraction but mm -hmm. i just don't they don't have any they don't have anything going for them I don't they have think. no no right, spark nothing. yeah i feel no, like there's no chutzpah no no chutzpah <laughs> there's nothing there <laughs> yeah i feel like she's just completely shut down i mean we'll have to wait and see obviously you know there's several episodes still waiting <laughs> yeah <laughs> if i had to put my money anywhere it's not on them no i just don't uh, yeah just don't like it don't like them sorry yeah. I think it's like a bad match. Bad match. I don't see it at all. Yeah. We could diagnose that all day long. Like, where do they come up with this? Yeah. Group? I don't even know where that connection. They were like, from. oh crap, we got to have six couples. <laughs> uh, you and you. Yeah. They look good. Yeah. Why not? All right. So what is the, the, the cherry on this, in this cupcake Ooh. of married at first sight? Let's diagnose. Is, oh my gosh. They're a doozy by far. I think out of every season I've ever watched, this one is by far takes the cake. Paige and Chris train wreck um so Paige and chris by far experiencing the most challenge the the, the most challenges in, so, in their relationship so let's go um, back to the seat the first let's go back to the season one or the first episode rather yeah we both were like oh we really like Paige when because yeah. they do like a little bio and a little video about each person they walk around their apartment whatever and they mm -hmm. talk about their life really sharp girl she's sharp she's well educated she's well very spoken very very well spoken yeah and seemed like she's she a go-getter yeah like in it for all the right reasons mm -hmm. and then same with him like he's he's well spoken mm -hmm. there were some things he said we'll talk about <laughs> looking back it's like, like uh, uh. but he seemed to be sincere yeah now again is that the way they edited things or whatever but he seemed like okay yeah that he was he was committed and ready to take that next step correct mm -hmm. so that's setting the stage of our initial opinions of these, right. of these two exactly so so Paige is 25. Chris is 27. She's only 25? Yeah. Oh, I thought they were both older. No, she's 25. She actually bought her first place when she was 22. Yeah, she's a re in real estate and she's an accountant. Yeah, like she's, she has two jobs. Like, yeah, she's sharp. She's not playing around. She's she's serious about, I want to get my life in order. And she actually said, you know, that uh, in her family, it was divorce after divorce after divorce. She's like, I oh, want... Oh, I didn't know that. I missed yeah. miss that. Yeah, uh, in her, in her interview. Of, I missed that. That and may be some part of the rationale right. of what's going on she's yeah. like i i really want to break that generational thing that's happening in my family did not know that i want my marriage to be the marriage that works and so i'm just gonna randomly let somebody else make that decision for me okay. yeah so rolling the dice okay <laughs> here we go all right so Paige and chris they get married um have a beautiful wedding go on the honeymoon they also immediately consummate their marriage on first night mm -hmm. okay he tells her the next morning well, he found out the next morning. No, he did not find out. He found out like two days later. But he, they have sex three times. The oh, night of the oh I thought you were going to give the bombshell thing. I'm oh, going oh, to. Oh, okay. So first he tells her, I'm not really attracted to you. Okay. After having sex three times in a day. Yes. Then mm -hmm. he leaves and he says, I'm going to go get us some breakfast or some coffees. Leaves the room. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, you get ready for the pool. Doesn't come back for four hours disappears during that time he gets on a phone call with his ex-fiance okay mm -hmm. who tells him over the phone that she is a few weeks pregnant with a child with a child his child that, by the way she got pregnant while he had started this process with married at first sight he was already in the process yeah okay yep. so that tells you what he's not serious about this if he's one would think i mean and they so, said they had like what was it they met they saw they had gotten back like at a funeral or it like was something a funeral. happened they didn't get back together but not together but like they, yeah 
emotionally like, reconnected and that led to the blah, blah, blah. Right. Exactly. She's pregnant. So she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. He does not tell Paige, but the producers obviously over here and they are trying to coerce him and him, you know, having him tell Paige. Eventually he tells her. Um, he also tells her, I may want to get back together with her. Paige at this point is like, I'm going to try to work it out with him. I'm going to be patient. I want to be a good well, wife. Well, we're all yelling, and I'm sure anybody that's watching this show oh is gosh. yelling at the TV, like, get the hell out. Yes. And they get all together. Other couples. With all the couples. Like, yes. And they come in and, like, Obviously, she tells they the share start, their opinion and they tell her, look, girl, you got to get out of this. You got to go. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. I mean, you're a great girl. You don't it's need like, to put up with this. This is crazy. Yeah. Because in between this time, he's also flip-flopping with her. There's one moment. He continues to have a physical okay relationship with her yeah i playing with her mind and her heart like that's not okay he is uh the like the definition of narcissistic i believe so and like he's playing emotional games with her he's playing trying to get like i think he's trying to get he's on the show for fame and Mm -hmm. fortune and his 15 minutes and he's you know, playing and saying all the right things to the camera. Right. And sounding like, man, this guy is, this guy's like a sincere, you know, he wants to be the best father and husband he could possibly be. And then he's just, he's playing games with her. He's definitely playing games with her because here's the thing. First, he tells her they're packing up to leave the honeymoon before they go to their apartment. And he he storms off with when the other guys are confronting him on stuff. I don't want to talk about it's personal. It's like, dude, you're on national television. Exactly. He rips his mic off. Um, Come on. But Paige is very patient with him. She even asks him like, what do you want to do? I'm willing to work on this with you. Um, We can go to counseling, you know, all the things. Right. And he's like, I'm going to go out of town for a while. He doesn't move back into the apartment. She moves into the apartment by herself. Mm-hmm. He goes, I forget where he goes. And then what happened on this past, ep- this past week's episode? Yeah. So then he, um, it's a dizzy. So then he tells her, I want to get, I want to give it another try. This is after he asked her to meet with his ex. Right. Okay. That's now pregnant with his child. Um, he thinks he's going to get his ex back too. So his ex actually tells Paige, you can have him. I don't want him. Right. <laughs> I'm going to have a baby, but I don't want anything to do with him. Which I think also bruised his ego a little bit. He tells Paige, I want to work on this. I want to get back together. Let's give it another try. Can we just have another chance? I want to chance? get back together after three weeks. <laughs> doesn't, but he doesn't want to move in with her. And one of the things that he asked her for, um, well, first he also tells her, he goes, yeah, by the way, my ex had gotten into a car accident a few years ago and doesn't have a car. And she's going to be bringing a royalty into this world, a king or a queen. Mm-hmm. So I bought her a brand new Mercedes. Uh, I'm sorry. A what? A brand new Mercedes? She's like a Mercedes. But and I'm Mercedes sure, is I'm that sure he didn't, you know, just stroke a check for it, right? So he probably has like a $700 car payment, some crazy thing. Yeah. So now he's incurring some type of ridiculous amount of debt. But but even still, she's like, well, okay, I understand wanting her to have a safe vehicle to drive the baby around. I get that. I would never even question that. But was there a real need to buy her a brand new Mercedes? Right. I'm your wife. Right, if like two weeks, then but off I mean, and on wife to, for the if last you two weeks. This out, you know what I mean? If you no, work I know, this out. right? But that again, he's. Uh, I don't believe he knew, obviously, that she was pregnant. No, heading into it. But if you look at it, like the motivation, he's sleeping around while interviewing to be married. I think he's going through the process. He's he wants his fifteen minutes. I agree because you know what? He could have even the fact that he's coming back. I think he realizes if I walk away. 
I don't get any airtime anymore. Yeah. No one's filming me anymore. Okay. I need to... But he, hold on. There was another thing. Okay. She actually says in this last episode, one of the things that she wanted, she goes, I'll work on it with you, but there's little things that I need to. I would love, if you're not living with me, like, I want to hear from you every day. Call me or text me. And he said, um, like, every day? I don't like to be tied to things. Like, like I, a, wife? a certain time. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's going to work for me on the weekends. When I'm off doing what I want to do. Exactly. So... I think everyone agrees, right? I haven't heard anybody been like, you know, let's give them another shot. Everyone's like, what are you doing, Paige? People so that are begs screaming, the question sure television. that begs the question, why is mm-hmm. Paige still here? For being such a strong, independent woman. Right. Given especially those reasons, mm-hmm. right? With all of her, how, how educated she is and how driven she is and how intelligent she is. Mm-hmm. Is he that good of a manipulator? Is, are we watching a narcissist? like spin a web right now in front with her. It's her or her beliefs that strong where she's Mm -hmm. like, this is, these are my principles. He didn't cheat on me. Mm -hmm. I want to work this out. I'm, I'm committed. So I'm just going to do that until I'm going to just go that way. I mean, I'm going to stay in that, follow those principles that she believes are her principles for this situation, I guess. I think he's using her faith and manipulating against her. Against yeah. her. I really both, do. Yeah, I agree. I do agree. That's um, unfortunate. It's really unfortunate because as soon as you like, you you know, you use religion or your faith to to manipulate someone. Yeah, I think that's like an extra level of of. It's just like narcissistic scumbag. Yeah, yeah it's real and, and he does it with such like a and he's very an oh poor me yeah. like I'm a victim type of of path, mm-hmm. which is like even more narcissistic, right? Cause they, they, they're playing on people's emotions and not trying to overly control them, but like, mm-hmm. like, you know, mm. he also told her, he goes, well, maybe I'm just scared. I'm going to fall in love with you. That's such a bullshit line. I'm sorry. Excuse my language, but I don't care. This guy really pisses me off. The more, yeah. but I don't we're like talking about page for a second. Okay. So we don't think she's that he's that great of a manipulator, right? That mm-hmm. he is, that he, she is just starry eyed and not seeing the forest through the trees. Okay. She's obviously intelligent. Mm-hmm. Is she just draw, drawing this out to get her 15 minutes of fame? I don't, I don't feel that. Um, but I actually, I do think that, you know, this may sound terrible, but I think that there are some, like you said, some women that maybe needed the, the physical connection to have the emotional connection. I didn't say that. That one, the one that blonde one, said that on the girl. show. Yeah, she said that. Sorry. We were talking I, about I her. I say that like if you're In having scenario, an emotional yeah. issue, that physical connection as a married couple can absolutely like just kind of reset things. Right. I could be wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I also think in watching this that Paige almost looks at Chris as though he's maybe a project. She's so. Um, How does that work out in this time, right? I kind of think that she thinks that she can change him and that she can mold him and it's a challenge. And she's, you know, look at all the things that she's already done. Mm. He's just another challenge. We can do this and I can make him this, you know, a great husband. That's, man, and we uh, that can is, overcome these things. And I like, kind of feel like that's maybe the way that's most her marriages thought should process. Start, is a woman being like, <laughs> I can change him. Yeah. And, you know, in the meantime, everyone else in, in that group is like losing their minds that yeah. she's still around. Both the men and the women have told her, look, like you've got to get out of this. The first time it brought up, they were like, oh, when are you leaving? Tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Remember one of them was like, she yeah. said, they were like, oh, so you're leaving? Are you like, are you, yeah, when are you heading home? Kind yeah. of like, everybody's like, oh, I'll go help you pack. Like right. this was like not even an, like a thought that yeah. that would happen. 
or 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 she's in it for her 15 minutes too or do you think that the producers have decided to kind of you know grease the skids a little bit give them a little more money or something if they just stick this out a little bit instead of her just being like i'm out you know what i've actually seen there are some people that have commented and said that very same thing i think the producers are trying to coerce them and encourage them to stay because they, need because to they know it's good for ratings. And now people are talking about it on podcasts. Yeah. So, so who knows, right? I mean, that's a possibility. Maybe we're all being manipulated. That's a possibility. <laughs> but you know what? Here's the thing. I would be so pissed if I were her. I don't even know if, if they threw me like an extra 500 bucks. It'd be like, sure, I'll stick it out. I would just give him a verbal lashing and be like, I'm out of here because I'd also want to stand up for all women out there that are being manipulated in this way. I mean, it's a very unique situation. I can't imagine this is happening all over the right. place, but even sticking it out, it I think makes she, her yeah, there's a lot weak. of, it, it makes her look crazy. Well, that too. Like, I think there's a lot of, and maybe a lot of her rationale is just around the fact, well, he didn't, cheat on me it's not like he mm-hmm. got somebody pregnant while we were you know married that's true that, yeah that, that that's happen. not what we're talking about but still it's like it just happened they just got married this isn't going to end well yeah. the bigger issue and i think what's important in marriage is is and we talked about this with other that what the nitpicking and nagging type episode mm-hmm. is be really careful about how you use your mo- like emotional abuse not like or man- emotional manipulation mm-hmm like it doesn't, it doesn't serve your marriage well, period. Mm-hmm. In any way. Yeah. I mean, we all have like ways of getting what we want and sometimes it's flirty. Sometimes it's fun. You know, we all have issues that we have to kind of mature through and grow, grow into or know what hurts your spouse, mm-hmm. you know, emotionally. So don't go down that path, even if you don't think it's a big deal or vice versa, whatever it is. Yeah. He's just a narcissistic asshole. Yeah. He's playing mind games with her. Cloaked I mean, in his his religion, his religiosity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I I see right through the guy. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm I'm I also I feel like in other seasons And I'm not taking a lot of credit for seeing right through the guy. I mean everybody else saw through him like in day one, right? Yeah, but here's the thing. I also think that there's one thing that's a little frustrating here, and actually one of the experts in this last episode had told him and, and when they met with him, because the experts will come and visit. Mm-hmm. Um one of the experts told him, When we interviewed you, okay, mm-hmm. we met with a different person. Ah, uh, that's right. Yeah, he told me that. From the moment we started filming you are completely different, Chris, than the person that we met. Now, they did say that, but I also think that they should have told Paige, look, we would highly encourage you to get out of this relationship. Because, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, if they're experts and they really are wanting to also encourage healthy marriages, in this sense, I feel like it's making them look Which like... Which they probably will have some version of that, like, once they've gotten their... Mm-hmm. Once they've, you know gotten their airtime that they feel good about airing so they can get ratings. And mm-hmm. I think that, I mean, the experts seem to be honest and in it for the right. Oh, I mean, no, they're, I like they're professionals. All they're all, you know, I do. Uh, yeah. I think that they'll, and the guy you're referring to, he's the kind of, he's the hammer a lot of times. I like with Pastor the guys. Cal. Yeah. He doesn't yeah, pull is any, that his name? any punches. Oh, yeah. He, he comes at him and he get, he shoots him straight. You know, yeah. there's no like, well, what do you think about, you know, there's no therapy back and forth in those situations. He comes and we'll meet one-on-one and be like, dude, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? 
But in this sense, I think if they feel like he's trying to get his 15 minutes, they should give him some less, the less airtime, you know, stop filming Chris for a while and see what he does. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, but who knows? They probably collect all this filming and then edit it and stuff. So, oh, okay. Yeah, that's right? true. They're going to play. It's, it's mm-hmm. for ratings, but it's real life. I mean, I think this season seems to be more kind of poignant with the issues that the couples are having yeah, versus like sometimes it's like, man, they just don't stop fighting. Or they get along great, mm-hmm. you know, but it's, these are like real marriage issues that are mm-hmm. relevant. And I think, uh, hopefully mm-hmm. we can all learn from married at first sight. <laughs> Either way. Take it's, all your marriage advice from I mean, married but at these first are, sight. These are real issues. They're I real know, issues. Baby. Yeah. It's just from a different perspective on their side because they're just meeting each other, but it doesn't mean that people don't experience this, you know, mm-hmm. later in life or in their relationship. Um, but yeah. it's a really good show. I would encourage you I'll guys to watch it. I'll keep yelling at the TV and be like, I'm not watching this crap anymore. And then walk out and then come <laughs> and back And then he'll in. come back. What, what I miss? Because that's some, so you can, a lot of times binge watches. This, this is, you know, depending on whatever, I guess, TV service you have, you know, like for us, we can watch it. Like on demand. On demand. Yeah. You'll watch back to back to back. And that's when you'll, that's when you'll hook me. Because I never just like, oh, it's on every Wednesday. So. Like, yeah. I'm going to put a reminder in my calendar to watch it. <laughs> you know you have one in there. <laughs> but speaking of that. Yeah. If you so, guys do want to watch, um, it's every Wednesday on Lifetime at 8 o'clock Eastern mm-hmm. Standard Time. So get your popcorn. Get your popcorn because tonight, and your Wednesday wine, night, and you're going your to mm-hmm, see what's going to happen next. So we've already teed it up for you. If you want to see what's going to happen next, you got to watch tonight, Lifetime, 8 o'clock. That's right. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed the episode. We had a lot of fun. Um, it feels we've been discussing this one uh, very heartfully over the last couple of days. <laughs> we have. <laughs> well, I don't like, yeah, they're yelling at the, the TV quite a bit, but. Um, it's entertaining. But we hope you guys enjoyed it. And thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and if so, please continue to listen and subscribe on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. We would greatly appreciate positive reviews, and we will answer any questions at feedback at destinationmarriagepodcast.com. For up-to-date content and news about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at destination underscore marriage and visit our website at destinationmarriagepodcast.com. Be sure to tune in next week.